Dear Heavenly Father, please allow me to just love you for a moment. Please allow me to just remember how amazing you are, how just majestic, how just wonderful, how just perfect you really are by creating us, by creating me, by creating this world, and by leaving a way to communicate with us and at the same time being everywhere. God, please bless today's meeting, today's talk, today's relational experience, and just be with us in Jesus' name. Welcome to Cross Discourse, where music, culture, and life are discussed across the media spectrum weekly to help you live a godly life. Cross Discourse, Christ is Culture. What's up, what's up? It's your boy, Anonymous. Hey, so I got this question earlier uh, and I wanted to really talk about it because as you heard in the intro, we're really talking about music, culture, and life. And the question posed to me was, what is biblical praise and worship? And I was like, oh, that's a good question. That's something that we can really discuss because it really fits in with this idea of culture and how we're supposed to worship and everything. So I did my research as usual. You know, I had to go back to the Bible, had to go to the Word, see what God has to say, see what God tells us to do uh, and things like that. Uh, but before I do that, uh, I, I did, uh, you know, one of the things, I, first thing I do is I, I do go to the Internet a lot just to get some Bible verses, just to get some direction. And then I pray. Well, I pray first, obviously. Uh, and then, you know, I, I look to see what God is telling me. And I came across this article on thelife.com. I don't know anything about this website. It just the article came up and I thought it was really good. And I, I did, as I did my own uh, biblical research, I, I liked what this person, Daniel Forster, had to say. Uh, and the article can be found on thelife.com and it's forward slash what dash is dash praise dash and dash worship. Pretty easy, right? Uh, and it's a really, really good article. I highly encourage you to read it. He has a lot of biblical uh, scriptures in it, which uh, is all, always good. Uh, he goes in the book of Luke, Isaiah, John, Romans. He goes into just, you know, Matthew. Um, he, he really speaks to it. Um, the book of Psalms, and I'm going to go into that as well. Um, but anyway, he says in his article, he says that there's a difference between praise and worship. And he says that praise is our outward show. It's how we uh, kind of show God that we um, love him. So it's how we we tell him. We It says that, I'll just read what it says. It says, praise in the original Greek means to sing, to tell of, to give, or to confess. So basically, you're out there, you're really talking to the people, you're, you're sharing your faith with others, you're, you're singing songs, you're, you can even be giving poetry um, and just telling the world that you love him, right? Telling the world about God, that's, that's praise, right? But then he actually goes even further and says, worship is a little deeper. Worship is when you prostrate yourself, right? You bow down, you fall face down and you pay homage and pay respect to God, right? That is a higher form of praise. That's when we're really 
um, showing God that he is the one true uh, the one true leader. He's the only one that matters and we are here to serve him. That is what what worship is. Uh, so it's a higher form of praise. I highly encourage you to do that. Um, but some Bible verses I came across when I was thinking, um, one of my favorites, one of my favorites is Psalm 100. Um, Psalm 100 says this, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations that is psalm 100 uh new international version a really really good scripture and i mean when i break this down um it talks about it all it talks about singing it talks about short shouting uh it talks about you know who we are what we do uh it says we enter his gates with thanksgiving so we're talking to other people that is my uh go-to when i really talk about praise that is a great verse when you want to understand what biblical praise really looks like uh and there are tons more um there there are tons more uh, i really like the uh examples um when you talk about praise outside of singing outside of of what you do in church uh, talk about praise if i look at uh, act 16 16 through 34 where you talk about paul and silas in prison um you know they are in jail they are uh kind of you know ready to be whatever the mob is uh, against them you know they're they're just in there but it says that they were praying they were singing um, and every other person in there, the other prisoners were listening. That is praise, guys. And then we all know the story. There was a massive earthquake. You know, the shackles and everything fell off of them. And it brings me to that Mary Mary song, shackles on my feet so I can dance. I just want to praise him. I just want to praise him. That's my jam. Um, but then that that really I mean, that's praise, guys. That's so it's not just singing within yourself in church. It's not just it's just not, you know, doing uh, what you, you th do in church. It's really going outside and showing God and telling others about God. That is praise. That is amazingness. That is awesomeness. That is wonderfulness. I, I'm just so happy because I love that question. You know, what is praise and worship? And it's something that when we when we uh, look at our culture, that when we look at ourselves, it's something that we really ought to focus on uh, a lot more uh, because that is the joyfulness. Um, that is the 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 way people see our relationship with God and how he makes our lives better. Does that make sense to you? I mean, I know it makes sense to me, you know, and, and I, I think about, you know, I think about when I used to listen to certain songs certain forms of music uh particularly hip-hop again uh, i wasn't allowed to listen to it a lot when i was younger and as i got older i got into it more and more but just the lifestyles right um particularly in the early 90s that hip-hop music you saw in the videos these guys wearing the flashy clothes uh the nice cars and they were living a, a certain life they were happy and you all wanted to emulate it right we all wanted to emulate it at least the people in my community they wanted to emulate it and so that's the persona that we put on in our lives 
in our culture, it should be the same way. We should be living happy, joyful lives. We should be praising. We should be singing. We should be dancing. We should be talking about God all the time. I know I listen in my car. Uh, I, I, I put on a lot of gospel music. I, li I listen to the gospel music stations. I flip you know, back and forth between a lot of different ones, uh, because I want to hear the songs. I want to hear the music and I want to hear the stuff that makes that, that makes me feel good. And that speaks about God. You know, that's the music that I listen to. And that's the praise. That's the things that we have to listen to. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, a, a really good example of praise. Uh, I can't really explain it any other type of way, uh, besides to just tell you that is what I look at when I see praise. And when I come back, I'm really going to delve a little bit more into worship because I think that also should be a way uh, uh, that should be answered, but also uh, should be discussed in more detail. All right. So I look forward to talking to you when I get back. Peace. So uh, a few years ago, uh, I uh, watched the movie Courageous, and I know I've talked about this before, and you know I might just be hashing old things up again, but one of the things in the movie Courageous, it was all about fatherhood. It was all about uh, these these police officers dedicating their lives to God, and it was really amazing uh, just to see their transformation. And and the two, uh, I guess the two lead police officers took on. Uh, one of the young guys and it would come to find out that he had a daughter by a woman some other way, you know, years ago that he wasn't a part of her life. And it, they encouraged him to turn around his life and to reach out to that woman to apologize and to try and become a part of his daughter's life or his child's life. And it was an amazing story. It was really, really good. Uh, but before they got to that point, they took on this idea, what they call the resolution, and they encouraged all the fathers to do it. And the reason why I remember it is because uh, the church that I was a part of uh, at the time, they decided that they were going to do uh, have this kind of ceremony or kind of at least introduce it to the, the men of the church to see if that was something that they wanted to do as well. And I thought it was pretty cool. But the resolution 
uh, actually had some I will statements. And I'm just going to read that for you in case you haven't watched the movie Courageous. It says, I do solemnly resolve before God to take full responsibility for myself, my wife and my children. I will love them, protect them, serve them and teach them the word of God as the spiritual leader of my home. I will be faithful to my wife to love and honor her and be willing to lay down my life for her as Jesus Christ did for me. I will bless my children and teach them to love God with all of their hearts, all of their minds, and all of their strength. I will train them to honor authority and live responsibly. I will confront evil, pursue justice, and love mercy. I will pray for others and treat them with kindness, respect, and compassion. I will work diligently to provide for the needs of my family. I will forgive those who have wronged me and reconcile with those I have wronged. I will learn from my mistakes, repent of my sins, and walk with integrity as a man answerable to God. I will seek to honor God, be faithful to his church, obey his word, and do his will. I will courageously work with the strength God provides to fulfill this resolution for the rest of my life and for his glory. And I just thought that was an amazing resolution. And it brought this idea of worship to the forefront. Uh, at the bottom of the resolution, uh, if you bought uh, like the, the, the form, you could like frame it and everything and put it up in your house. It says, it used the verse from Joshua twenty four fifteen, and it says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I like those will statements in there. It really brings uh, to the forefront this idea, not that you're just going to try and do something, but you're actually going to do it. So when you look at the definition of praise, in English, you know, what we speak right now, what I'm speaking at least, uh, praise is defined as to express warm approval or admiration of the expression of approval or admiration for something or someone, right? That's the definition of praise. But when you look at the definition of worship in our language, it goes much deeper. It says the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity to show reverence and adoration for to honor with religious rites, right? So you're talking about going beyond just expressing approval or admiration. You're actually giving reverence to, right? You're giving, you're showing adoration, right? And you're honoring that person by doing actual things. And I, I tried to look up, I'm not really good at this. Again, I, I'm, I, I am a layman, so I'm not, you know, the most, uh, you know, perfect person for this, but I just feel like God is bringing me on this. When you look at those words within uh, the Hebrew and the Greek that talk about worship, uh, and you and you and you can you could do your own research, but you can look at uh, there is no actual there's not like a word for like worship, right? Uh, but they use different words that we kind of translate into our language for praise and for worship and it is sometimes used interchangeably but um this one uh this one um concordance that i looked up actually gave a, a couple of different words uh, and um and the words are i i might be mispronouncing them wrong so forgive me uh, just like i mispronounced prostrate i said prostrate earlier but it's prostrate but you look at the word it's halal yada tauda shabak Barak, Taka, Makal, and Tahila, and Zamar, right? These are Hebrew words that are translated from the Hebrew into English. 
Halal means to praise, celebrate, boast, rave. Yada means uh, to cast, show, point with the hand. Tauda means to give sacrifice of praise. So that's more of more or less of like a worship type. Shabak, uh, to soothe, to boast, pronounce happy, announce with a loud voice. Barak actually means to kneel. Taka means to strike, smite, or to drive a nail, to clap your hands. Makal means to twist, to leap, to dance, to twirl, right? Tahila means to sing a new song, and Zamar means to play an instrument. So we have these different definitions, and you have to remember that our Bible, and you know, if it's in English, you have so many different versions, they are trying to, in some ways, get the best expression uh, based on that Hebrew word or the Greek word, if it's New Testament, uh, into English and get you to understand what it is that they're actually meaning. So sometimes it might say praise, but it actually means to worship. And we have to get away from this idea that, um, you know, we only do this in church. Um, and, you know, sometimes this isn't for the people around us to hear because it most definitely is. People have to see us out there praise praising and praying to the lord but this idea of worship this self-sacrifice this idea of self-sacrificing this is what brings me to my second point i was in my men's group and we talked a little bit about this and one of the guys brought up the idea which i wholeheartedly believe and i've said before um you know we admire a lot of the things that people in the muslim and islamic faith do because they are so disciplined in their faith you know we might feel that they're wrong and what they believe but when you look at them they are so hardcore about it it's respectable guys it's something that you like man they believe so much so hard that they're gonna do it no matter what that is a form of worship and we admire it because sometimes we don't think we have it within ourselves but i'm here to tell you we do we have the ability to fall on our knees to worship god to give reverence to honor him to show our adoration in our actions to god you look at that reverent that uh resolution that i i just read a, a little bit earlier what are they actually doing they are saying they will do something no matter what no matter the circumstances i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna talk to my son about doing what's right i'm going to train him i'm going to show him and, and it's not just tell him i am going to show him and i have to hold myself to those same standards people we have to and we have to go out there and we have to show ourselves as disciples we have to show ourselves as disciplined disciples so when people see us they are seeing people that are admirable that are uh, worthy of at least being like looked upon as like, wow, you know, I might disagree with them, but you can't fault them for what they believe because they hold to it. And so many times, guys, I'm seeing this time and time again, no matter what it is. I mean, there, there are a host of situations where we look at our, our preachers, our pastors, our leaders. We look at the people that uh, that we hold in high esteem and they are falling short. And they are not worthy to be called our leaders, guys. No matter how great they speak, no matter how awesome they sound, no matter how well they lift us up with their words, if their actions aren't showing true worship 
to God, we cannot be uh, the followers and they cannot be our our shepherds here on earth, guys. I mean, that is the true. Um, that's the truth, plain and simple. You know, so our worship and even if you're not talking about, I mean, that's a whole nother discussion to have. But as sheep, as I mentioned earlier, as sheep, we have to follow the one true shepherd, Jesus Christ. And we have to be as sheep when we show our worship and adoration to him. We have to be out there. We have to be kneeling. We have to say, you know what? I want that Bentley. I want that nice car. I want that. But you know what? You know, maybe instead of having that, I can have the Toyota or the Honda or the whatever and give that extra money to someone that needs it. That's worship because you know what? I'm sacrificing to myself. I'm sacrificing all the things I want for the glory of God, right? And and, and the Bible definitely talks about that. You know, when it starts talking about uh, when it starts talking about making sacrifices, guys, and this is so important. It is the, it is so important. The Bible tells us to carry our cross daily. Why do you think it says that? Why do you think it tells you to carry your cross daily? Do you think your cross is is, uh, you know, people talking about you? Is that what the, your cross is? No, your cross is your sins, the things that you want to do. You are showing worship to God by giving up the things that you want. Because, yes, God does want to bless us. He does. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that. But when you sacrifice for his glory, it's not just for you. It's for those people out there that are looking upon us as Christians. All right. So that is the answer to the question. Praise and worship. What is praise and worship? Praise is, hey, he's awesome. He's amazing. We're out there showing ourselves to be happy. We're dancing. We're singing. We're always joyful. And people are looking at that saying, hey, man, I want to be like that. Think about, you know, uh, what I talked about earlier when, when I was a kid and when we, what we saw in that hip hop generation, you know, and worship is going much further. It is sacrificing. It is it is uh, just just prostrating yourself and showing deference to the Lord so that people can also see that and that you can give glory to God. You know, one of the things that I did recently, and this is going to be the last thing that I talk about before I get off. Uh, recently, I quit my job. Um, I did have another job offer uh, to go back to something that I really love to do. Uh, and I was seeing signs. You know, God was very clearly speaking to me. I saw signs. I was uh, at a point where I was like, you know what? I'm reaching a certain age where I don't necessarily want to be working for somebody else. That was a want. But I was like, you know what? I have to provide for my family. I have to sacrifice and provide for my family. But I started getting dreams, uh, visions. Uh, I, I started having people say certain things to me about my ideas. Oh, man, you should probably do that in a business. And so I heard directly from God, you know, you're going to have to go out on your own. So I quit my job and, uh, you know, I, I just wasn't working. Um, and I just tried to build my business up from the ground. Uh, and I started to see the sacrifice that I had to make. I had to give up my car. 
I had to sell my car because I was making a payment on that. And I loved that car. It was a Jeep Grand Cherokee, fully loaded, overland. It was nice. It had everything that I wanted. And I had to uh, give up my gym membership. Uh, I collect, uh, I collect, you know, certain things. I'm a collector, so I had to stop buying things for my collection. And I just was making many sacrifices. And I decided, you know, I really need to worship. I need to show reverence to God and tell him, look, I'm going to rely on you wholeheartedly to get this off the ground. And it's been an amazing process. I've been sitting here praying, growing in my faith. It's actually helped me in other areas of my life. Uh, you know, I, I, I struggle with a few things and, and being as though I'm relying on God through this process, it's allowed me to really give up some other things that I thought were almost impossible, that were hard, that I couldn't do. And let me tell you, the Bible does tell us that we can do all things through Christ, right, who strengthens us, but not for our glory, guys, it's for his. And that's our message for today. I know it was a short one. It's only 25 minutes, but hey, that's what God gave me. That's the message that he gave. And it doesn't matter what the time is. We're just going to roll with it. Hey, I love you guys. If you got any other questions, please do not hesitate to email me at crossdiscourse at gmail.com. I am looking forward to hearing from all your messages. If you got some music, if you got a video, a movie that you created that you want me to review and talk about, go into biblical uh, examples of, I am not a pastor. I'm not, you know, anybody important. I am anonymous, but I'll be happy to discuss it with you because that's what we do here on Cross Discord. Have a good one. And I love you guys. Take care. Peace.